This is Brenda inside the Kid Code Playground, where, in the time it takes to have a coffee break, we shift stressed out families from painful parenting and kid chaos to positive parenting and calm kids using the techniques in the book, The Kid Code 30 Second Parenting Strategies. The unexpected result? You get your belly laugh back and ensure your kids keep theirs. In this podcast, pointed straight at your heart, we understand that parents struggle with two big problems, time and strategies that work on the spot. Every time you tune in, you'll find something to help you get right now relief in an upset with your kids, because every parent deserves a peaceful parenting experience, and every child deserves a peaceful parent. Are you ready? Welcome, Kid Code Parents. I'm here again with Michelle Willett. Please listen to the last podcast. You'll hear all about her. She's a thought transformationalist with some remarkable information. And we discussed in the last podcast uh, two really important facts that you can teach your kids. So please go listen to that. And we're just going to carry right on where Michelle is going to teach us uh, the importance of communication. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. You know, it's our pleasure. So tell us more about um, communications and boundaries and that kind of thing that will help our parents. Well, uh, we, again, we are the best teachers for our children. And at a very early age, we have options to guide them in the right direction or to let them try to figure out things on their own. And both are good decisions. But the more we teach them, about the power of communication and get them to understand that it's okay to open up and talk about their feelings, we're going to give them the opportunity to make better decisions in their life, have better relationships in their life, and understand themselves a little bit better. And this will really come into play as they're teenagers. So if we start with our young children especially, but this any age, and we start trying to help them build boundaries with their peers, We have all been through school. We know what it's like to be in a situation (laughs) where we are pressured to do things that our moral compass may be telling us right or wrong, but we do it anyway because we have that pressure. And that is because at some point we were not given the information that it's okay to speak up and stand up for ourselves. And so the practice is speaking their truth, right? It's really about allowing your children to, to at home to tell you something that is true in their world and then celebrating it. It is literally that simple. Asking them a question and letting them tell you exactly how they feel about it, whether it's good or bad, right or wrong, it matters not. When they tell you a truth that is something from within them, celebrate it. Do a little dance, bake a cake, watch (laughs) their favorite movie, whatever it is celebrate it with them and let them know that there is the the positive side of telling their truth. And the more we do this, the more we build our children's power within them to be able to speak up and say what they mean and say what they feel, the more they are going to be able to look at that peer pressure and away from, thanks for offering. I, you know, you guys go do you. It's not really my scene. I'll text, see you guys at school tomorrow and walk away and feel good about standing up for themselves. We're giving them tools so that they don't end up in situations 
one that we don't want them in, but that puts them in harm's way, or that even just puts them in situations where they may be living in existence for even a short period of time that isn't their true self. They, they, they need to be able to speak up and, and defend them. And that goes right into their work life. That was a lesson I actually learned in work and then applied to my children. It was important for me to set boundaries with my employer who wasn't giving me what I needed and speak my truth and get what I needed. But it was a, a, a lifelong lesson that I had to learn to be able to get to that point. Uh, but my kids, beautiful as they are, come to me to this day and they stand up for themselves. And I love that about them. Yes. And you know, we're standing up for them when we teach them these kind of things. We are. We absolutely are. We are their advocate, right? We're pushing them to have probably a better life than we had, right? We're, we want them to have things we didn't. And well, especially as in terms of evolution, yes. evolutionary laws say that our kids will, should be better um, able to live our, live their lives emotionally, mentally, and physically. That's evolution. Mm -hmm. So these things help it to the, towards that goal most definitely. And I, I'm just really curious, Michelle, would you have an example of uh, how a parent might approach this with um, having a child speak their truth? Do you have an example or can we flesh that out just a little bit? We absolutely can. So when children are very young, they're very inquisitive, like we talked about, and, uh, and they want to know more um, about what's going on around them. And so they're apt to speak their truth. We've been embarrassed more than once by our children, by <laughs> them saying something they were like, oh, I'm so sorry, because it was so truthful, right? They have no filter. Right. When that happens, <laughs> when you see that happen organically in your life and they're in front of you and they say something where to you it's like, oh, that's so accurate, but I really, that's not something we say in public. Take that moment to celebrate it, that they spoke their truth. It's okay to guide them in the, you know, the, the right area and who to say things in front of and why, and that's a whole nother set of training, but celebrate it, celebrate it when they come up with some kind of very truthful response to something, even if it embarrasses you, especially if it does, because you know, that's true. You know, they're being very, very accurate and it's not maybe what you were hoping to hear, but you hear it. Just you know, take a moment to celebrate it. That's so good, Michelle. Yeah. I have an example here that uh, I can share with our listeners. So I was in the bathtub. My daughter, granddaughter was I think four years old. And she turns around and she lifts both my boobs with her hands. And she says, grandma, your muscles are falling. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and, and Brilliant. I, I was just in love with her for saying that. Right. However, like about five or six years later, when she announced it in public, <laughs> grandma, remember that time I said, your muscles are falling. And right there, you know, uh, the embarrassment comes in the, the, I go, right. Right. <laughs> Children have this natural ability to speak their truth. And somewhere along the line, they lose that, as we all have, because of societal guidelines, things yep. that are inappropriate and not appropriate. And so you lose that ability to just speak your truth. We need to put that back into early formidable year training where it is okay. It's, it's one thing to follow guidelines and do it appropriately, but don't let that stop you from telling your truth. No, speak up for yourself. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. And um, so thank you for those three tips. And I just wanted to ask a couple of questions about your books. I, I yes. re I've read a couple of them. 
And um, I really love what you say. Stop handing out your power like a party favor. Yes. I had such good experiences with that when I realized I asked the simple question when I was being bullied. Um, what am I giving the bully that I shouldn't? And it was power. I thought if I give them power, um, in other words, if I be subservient, they won't hurt me. That was 100% wrong. But seeing mm -hmm. that changed it. And It's uh, so true. Yeah. So handing out your power like a party favor. How could we tell kids? What would be a way to say, you are a powerful human being. Take your Superman stance. Um I love that you said Superman because for small children, that's exactly how you do it. Make it visual. Yeah. Give them a cape. Exactly. Take right. a pillowcase, a sheet, a, a cape from the store, go to the, the fabric store and buy a piece that they love and tie it around their neck and give them the cape and let them fly around the room and make that a training opportunity. One for them, it's just fun and excitement. They're just playing with mom or dad and grandma, grandpa, whatever that is. And we have a cape and we're being a superhero. But in those moments, there you there you go. There you go. In those moments, bring up situations, make them think about the power beyond the cape, right? Give them, give them little, give them examples, like something that may have happened at school the day before where, you know, you were on the playground and you had to give up the thing that you were doing because someone else wanted to use it. And the teacher said, you've had enough time, but you, so you have to walk away and you really didn't want to walk away. And you had to deal with this situation with two other people. How, how could we have been the superhero in that situation? How could that have been handled better? Um, how could we have, and, and, and get them to understand they don't need to hear the words personal power. They don't understand that yet, maybe. Mm -hmm. But as long as we're building the skill set where they're looking at their ability to make their own decisions, where they're looking at the ability to sp stand in their truth, where they're looking at the ability to have those boundaries and peer pressure isn't a thing we're building that skill set and at some point they will figure it out. And of course we can share it. That's your personal power. You have it. You always have it. It's always with you. And it is the one fundamental truth that you will always take with you through the rest of your life. One thing that I think everyone needs to know children and adults alike is that anytime we don't step into our power, even if there's not a situation or another person involved in whatever is going on, the second we don't step into it, we are offering it up to give it away. Even if there's nothing to give it to, it's just out there. Then we need to be stepping into that power and owning it all day long, every day, because that's where the magic happens. That's so true, Michelle. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening and join us at the next podcast where we'll discuss a few more of Michelle's very wise words from her books. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening and making your parenting life and your child's life more positive and peaceful. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and rate and review it on your favorite podcast player. If you'd like to take a Kid Code course, yep, you can do it in the time it takes to have a coffee break. If you'd like to become a Kid Code teacher, or if you want to reach me directly to talk about anything Kid Code, I'm here, thekidcode.ca instant evolution into positive, peaceful parenting, one upset at a time.